Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon. Please check the link tree in the description and see all of our beautiful, lovely, salacious links to listen to more. Thank you. Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fanon, the fan fiction and fandom podcast. I'm your host, Sergio, and joining me, uh, Matt and Michael today is our two Yo. very special guests. Guess will oh you introduce God. yourself? Hi, I'm Snow. Um, what else do you guys want to know about me? <laughs> uh, do you do you write things? Do you do you do things? I uh, I write and I cosplay. So pronouns she her. Um, nice. Mm-hmm. Yippee! We have, we have someone else in here though, yes. don't we? Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a little bat hiding in the shadows. But hello, my name is Gossamer. <laughs> uh, uh, Gossamer Twine. Um, and yes, uh, I write fan fiction as well. Um, and, uh, Snow and I are, um, we, we recently hosted a, uh, panel together. Um, it was the first panel for both of us, um, talking about, uh, fan fiction. So, um, Sergio was present and kind enough to invite us to come on the show. So thank you. Thank you, Sergio. Oh, awesome. You're welcome. Is this the first, so you said this was like the first panel you, you've done? Yes. So I kind of had the idea to write or like I wanted to teach a panel about like writing good like reader insert smut fan fiction and stuff. Because I feel like there's just a lot of like specifically with like reader inserts that are just really done very poorly out there. And I feel like we're just kind of stuck settling for a lot of things. And I'm like, I want to help like change that. And so I asked Gossamer if she wanted to... um, host the panel with me so it was at one of the colossal cons uh we did that we kind of got a crappy time slot it was like 2 a.m but we had had some people turn up so it was good um and i'm hoping i definitely want to take that panel to future cons and i'm hoping that maybe like the more we do it like we'll get better time slots or something and get more people to join us it was a pretty good turnout for being 1 a.m on a sunday morning <laughs> yeah, I mean, on top of also like the the after hour water park, uh, it's Colossal no. tends to have a history of not really giving the fanfic reading panels a decent time slot. We um, uh, I want to say because uh, we've been going to Texas since it started. I want to say it was the second year they put our D and D panel at like the two like the one a.m. or two a.m. time slot on a Saturday, oh. and like we showed up and we're like, yeah, we're the D and D guys, and they were like. Why is this panel at this time slot? I'm like, I don't know, man. But like, fifteen people showed up, so you know, we were ready to talk D and D at the year of our, the hour of our Lord, one eight, one o'clock in the morning. Doing oh, the Lord's God. work. <laughs> truly, truly. Wow. Okay. So, you're planning to bring this on to uh, other conventions, which honestly, we we certainly need some better uh, reader insert fanfic smut because. I, I'm not a huge fan of some of the options out there. I really don't like seeing Y slash N or your name. Oh my god. Yeah, we it bothers me so much. That was a whole point in our slideshow presentation. It drives me nuts. And then the thing that I was like, whatever you do, do not have them like moaning. Y N, Y N. Like, don't do that. Never do that. Like. <laughs> 
We, uh, back in the early days of this podcast, we used to go fishing on Wattpad, a, a website that I, I now hate with a burning passion because of the, some of the nonsense we found on there. But we used to read, like, a lot of bad, like, um, reader insert fiction that had, like, like their name, your name. Um, you know, this is a, a comedy podcast, so, you know, it's like, oh, what funny name are we going to call ourselves? But then it just <laughs> became more of a joke to just say your name instead, which is yeah. how I end up reading those anyways. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, so we usually do a bit at the beginning of our fanfic reads uh, called Fanfic Mad Libs. And one of the options that I wrote was a horrible self-insert fanfic. But I never refer to the, like, the self-insert as your name. It's always you. Like it, it's so easy <laughs> to just write in the second person. That's the thing yeah. too, and that was a big thing that we talked about as well. It was like you got to write your reader inserts in present tense and in second person, so it's like they feel like an active participant. And I, like this whole first person thing, I don't even know why anybody does that. No, ever. it's very awkward. And I, actually, I, I actually um, kind of try. So, so I guess I should kind of preface this with I actually do not write reader insert. Um, but I do write a lot of smut. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but... My man. <laughs> you want to control the smut from a third person, omnipotent perspective. You don't want to. You want to be in the battlefield. You don't want to be down in the fucking trenches. <laughs> uh, can I curse on this show, or are we keeping it? You are welcome. Okay, to. Well, no, fucking we read, cursing. We read fucking show. You're good. Yeah. No. Um. There is a fuck ton of Capricorn and Scorpio energy in my birth chart, so um, yeah, I, I want to hmm. be in control of this. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I did uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I did uh, chime in um, during our panel uh, actually talking about the importance of uh, if you're going to do self-insert writing in the second person, and um, so I actually have a background in creative writing um, outside of fan fiction. Um, I also write original fiction as well. Um, but I am of the opinion that second person is a criminally underutilized point of view in fiction writing. Um, <clears throat> it's a little bit it, it, it's a little bit difficult to to get into uh, when you're first starting out because it is a point of view that well is not widely used um so it can feel awkward <clears throat> reading or writing it for the first time but i just mm -hmm. think there's so much room to play with it and yeah oh, and, and and it it just there's something about allowing the reader to be almost yeah like an active participant in the story not necessarily like with with smut or you know erotica but just w with any type of fictional telling um it just it opens up like a different world of possibilities for your story than first or third person can do. Um, and even with third person, yeah. you know, there's different styles of writing in third person. There's limited third, there's omnipotent third, you know, etc. Um, but yeah, I just I I'm very much I I uh, I will I will stand second person point of view. So, <laughs> and if you're if you're interested, if you're if you are also whether you write original fiction or maybe perhaps you're interested in starting to write original fiction, um, if you've been writing fanfic for a while, um, I don't believe that, you know, fan fiction, oh, you know, it should only be utilized as a way to help you practice writing original fiction. Absolutely not. 
And if you are interested in doing that, um, I think doing reader insert is a really wonderful way to practice writing in second person, if that's something you'd like to pursue, you know, outside of the fanfic world as well, so. Interesting. Cool. So how long have you guys been um, going to conventions uh, in particular, if I might ask? So I started, I think I went to my first convention when I was like 16 years old, when I was, that was like back in like 2011. Um, and I cosplayed Alice from Alice in Wonderland, just super simple cosplay. My best friend's grandma made it for me. Um, nice. And it was Akon in Dallas. So um, I was like, I really liked going to conventions after that. And I went to some for a few years. But then when I started going to college, I, I don't know why, but when I was in high school, I had this idea that I was like, oh, as soon as I graduate and go to college, I'll have all this time to do all these things that I want. That is so like the exact opposite. So uh, fandom kind of really took a break for me for a long time while I was getting my degree and stuff. Um I just got back into like fandom, I think back in like 2021, like kind of during COVID and stuff. And I just went to my first convention in years back in 2022. My first one, it was um, Texas Smash or like the My Hero Academia convention. Um, it was like February. Even there was like a specific one just for My Hero. Huh? Yeah, it's really fun. It's kind of small still, but they do them. I think there's like three different locations for it now. So one of them does take place in Texas. I think there's another in Florida. And then I forget what the third one is. But um, yeah, it was really fun. So I got into cosplaying that year, like back into cosplaying. And I made a bunch of friends like on TikTok and stuff. So I started traveling more to like kind of go meet them. And um yeah, I, in 2020, I think is when I started writing fan fiction again. But I've been writing fan fiction since I was like 12. So. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Gossamer, do you? What's your sort of history with uh, conventions and writing? Then, uh, if you're willing to share. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've been writing pretty much since I was old enough to hold a pencil. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember uh, I actually wrote my first, I'm doing air quotes here, uh, my, my first book uh, when I was about 67 years old, um, just on, you know, line, school paper, you know, with little uh, crayon illustrations and stapled together, so I was, I was very, very proud of it. <laughs> um, but I, um, I start, I guess I discovered the world of fan fiction and I started writing it, um, I think I was about 12 or 13 years old. Um, and, you know, it was a hobby for a while, you know, during during my adolescence. Um, and then similar to Snow, um, when I grew up and went away to school, um, it fell by the wayside. Uh, well, fan fiction did. Um, like I said, I have a background in creative writing, so I was still writing a lot of original work during that time. Um, but insofar as fan fiction and fandom in general uh it's unfortunate that a lot of one's hobbies uh take a backseat when one is pursuing an education as an adult so, yeah uh, yeah i feel that yeah but um yeah like uh, snow and i have kind of followed the same trajectory i got interested in fandom culture again um in about mid 2021 
and have just kind of been slowly wading my way back in ever since. Um, I haven't, I'm not able to be as active, uh, well, dur during, um, during 2021, when things were still pretty tight with restrictions, you know, with COVID and everything, um, I was able to be a lot more active in the fandoms I'm involved in. I've kind of had to take a back seat uh, since then uh, for personal reasons, but I'm still writing fanfic. I still have like five projects I'm in the middle of <laughs> cranking out. So um, it's definitely something I've really enjoyed getting back into. Um, in fact, I think uh, in a lot of ways, getting back into writing fanfic has made me a stronger writer with my original projects. Um, just because, you know, like I do write professionally and sometimes, like as much as I love it, sometimes you just get caught, too caught up in your head. Like, you know. You're telling me that writing increases your writing capabilities. Yeah. That sounds, we need a fact check on that one, I think. It, it sounds crazy. It's, it's just, at least for me, sometimes when I'm doing something original, I do get stuck in my head where it's like, oh, you know, is this, is this good enough? Is anybody ever actually going to read this? Like, this is so sloppy, like, you know. Um, but when I'm writing fan fiction, because I already have a template to go off of, that pressure kind of goes away. You know, I can just, it's like playtime. I can just play around and have fun with it. And I don't have to worry about coming up with something completely from scratch. And kind of like having hmm. that, that space to just play and have fun and let my imagination run free. Um, yeah, I, I think that's actually made me a better writer overall. And um, definitely a big boost to uh, my mental health as well, I would say. Because <laughs> we've got to find joy where we can. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So, kind of like, like, yes. like on what Gossamer was saying too about like, you know, it's kind of like already like a template, like ready to go. I'm going to be honest, as even as a writer, like we both got degrees in writing and stuff. I hate world building. I am lazy. I hate it. And I wish I could be that person that comes up with like fun fantasy, like worlds and all that. Like, that's just not me. So I love like having something like already there to like work with. And it's like acting, but like on a page. So you're, you're basically like walking out and like going to the sandbox, with like your figures in your hands and yeah. making up stories like it's the olden days. Pretty much. And it's, I think it's a fun challenge to, like, try to, you know, like, capture a character's, like, personality and stuff, like, because, like, there are certain characters that I'm, like, terrified to write, because I'm, like, oh, geez, like, what if I don't do them justice? And then I have my characters that I feel very comfortable writing and stuff, so, um, yeah. I mean, I think that the, uh, some of the best fanfics are ones that are, like, clearly coming from, like, not only a place of passion, but you can, like, see that within the writing, especially when it comes to, like, characters and how they mm -hmm. act. Out of curiosity, this is a thought that I, this is what something I tend to do, and I wonder if other fan fiction readers or writers tend to do this. Do you actually conjure in your mental image as you're reading or writing something, the show in question playing out as you've written it with voices and all? You mean like the characters or like? Yeah, like if you have Zim saying, Gas, please peg me! Do you have, <laughs> you know, that image of him saying that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I Gaz, so. I need to be pegged. I must be pegged. <laughs> Gareth, what is pegging? <laughs> <laughs> I think you 
really need to like kind of picture stuff like that like you know true to the characters to really like succeed at writing the characters well that you're trying to portray mm-hmm. i agree and i think i think matt can <laughs> see where my point of view is coming from out there <laughs> I love Zim's voice actor so much. He, I love uh, he cracks me up. So. Confession. I, I mean, uh, I know. I, I just lost a lot of millennial points there, but no, it's okay. <laughs> Sometimes you know, you're just not there in the moment, and you don't get to live out what everyone thinks is like you know top tier stuff. Uh-huh. Like yeah. I, I missed yeah. Avatar until the live action movie came out, and. Yeah. Uh, Man, I'm glad that I didn't. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, like, I, I think the nicest compliment you can get if you, like, know your stuff and you have those, like, the mental visions of uh, your, the characters acting it all out and it works, is, you know, it's like saying, like, oh, yeah, this feels like if, obviously, without the smud, like, this feels like something that would happen in the show or, yeah. like, could be written by the writer is as like a bit of a joke but like it's so on point that it's like it makes it even better i do try to um yeah i I definitely when i'm writing fanfics i do imagine yes like the the voices and everything and the mannerisms of the characters i'm writing um i think for for me um because i write um I write in both the canon universes, and I also do write in AUs as well. Um, I enjoy uh, playing with both. Um, And I think in a way, um, writing in an AU universe, especially if you are writing smut, um, I think it kind of allows you to explore different dimensions to the characters that you may not necessarily get in the canonical universe that can be really fun so like when i'm writing an au i do try to build the story in such a way where the characters stay in character as much as possible um but in a way that makes sense for whatever universe i'm writing them in right so even if it's Mm -hmm. a carbon copy of how they might act in the show I think of it in terms of like, okay, well, if I suddenly picked them up and dropped them, you know, if I somehow had access to where I could pick these characters up and drop them somewhere, you know, of my own creation, you know, how might they act in that setting, right? Um, and especially when, we're, when we are, again, talking about, like, sexual dynamics, um, I think that can be really fun to explore, Um both as a fan and also, yeah, as a way to kind of stretch your imagination and your skills as a writer, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to make a comment about the voices and stuff. So I one of my favorite characters that I feel comfortable writing is uh, Denki Kaminari from My Hero Academia. And I don't know why, but every time I read a fic with him or write anything with him, I picture him with Joey Wheeler's voice from Yu-Gi-Oh!, <laughs> That hey, is very you, on brand. On, <laughs> hey Zuku, you gotta go plus ultra. <laughs> and like, I don't know why because I know what Cal Phillips sounds like. I've met Cal Phillips. I know what he sounds like, but like, I don't, I don't know. It just that's what uh, happens. He does kind of give off Joey Wheeler energy. He does. I he think does. It, wasn't. I think the voice actor for. Denki was like before one of our panels and he took a little longer to get out and I was like man if he wasn't a guest I would I would have some choice words to say not knowing 
anything about him. I was just like, I think that's one of the My Hero Ac- Academia anime guys. What the, what's going on here? Please <laughs> let me set up my back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey, uh, hey, you! I got these lightning powers. It's crazy. Watch me! I can, I can shock people. I'm gonna go look at women, you. <laughs> that that sh- uh, that shit is so funny. I I don't know I, why, but <laughs> I long to have that. I want that energy of being able to hear someone else's voice in another character, just so I can be like writing Batman, and it's just like, hey, you! Look at what I got. I got the Batarang. I mean, with the advent of uh, of AI, you can probably just ha- replace entire voice casts with different characters. You could have a I Joey don't, voice actor. I don't Bane. want that. I don't. I don't want that. I, I think it would be hilarious if you had Joey Wheeler voice. My only Bane. my only argument is solely because I think that if I were to do that, I would only want every movie ever to be played by Neil Breen. <laughs> that's that's all I need in my life. What? Why do you need Neil Breen in your life so much? Do you need a, an, a, an injection of him into your soul? I, I want to hear what he would say as he is, you know, delivering some of the most impactful lines in cinema. Snow, do you think that your works of fiction would be improved if uh, Neil Breen played every character? Um, I don't know. I... <laughs> I feel like it would it would something. I think it bothers me more that you, it's not a definitive yes or no. It's a. It's a I want to know what it would sound like for Neil Breen as Bakugo to be fucking somebody else as who's also voiced by Neil Breen. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was there something in a show that makes you want to write for them for fanfics, or is it more or less? Uh, just something, just something that's part of your your nature when you start go to write. You think, oh, I like that show. I should write something for it. What's what's I, that? What's that itch? You know. I think for me, it's just attachment to the characters. Um, because I, if I like, feel really attached to certain characters, or I want to see them in different scenarios, or you know, like I feel strongly about a certain ship or something, then I'll write it. Oh, okay. So yeah, that makes sense. I I feel like I'm in kind of that same boat where it's just like I. I like I, I just like fall head over heels for like one pairing. I'm like this. This is it. This is like the peak. Nothing is going to ever pass this, and I need more of it now. And then I look at it, and I look on Ao3, and nothing just scratches that itch. So it's like you gotta you gotta write it yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry, Snow. I know you're a multi shipper, which is totally fine. <laughs> We're working opposite. Hey, it's... She's she's a multi shipper to her core, and I'm over here like these are my OTPs. They are superior. Nobody touched them. <laughs> You're fighting it's, for the faith. I am. It's weird because like I'm I'm both at the same time where it's like if I'm watching a show and I have like if I'm just like, you know into a show, I'm cool with multi shipping. But then there are some shippings where I'm just like, nope, this is this is it. This is peak. You, you nope, you can't bring that over here. Keep that out. Nope, this is my Listen, shipping. It is to the point where if I am looking for a fic to read on AO3 about one of my favorite ships, when I look at the relationship tags, if I see, even if, like, the ship that I love and want to read about is the main pairing, if I see in the tags that another one of my ships has been paired with someone else, other characters, I won't read it. <laughs> like, that's how... Wow. Yeah, just, are you filled with a visceral rage? I would be, too. <laughs> and I just, I want to keep in mind, like, I, like, 
it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, you know, you ship this other thing I don't like, therefore we can't be friends, or, you know, you have bad tastes or you're wrong. Like, I, I don't care. You know, it's just me personally, I'm not interested. You have a vision of what you what you think. Yeah, exactly. Happen, like, that's what. what yeah, so. Yeah, like, that's fair. I have my favorite ships and stuff, but then, you know, like, I've got, like, I don't know, like, I've, like, in my hero, like, I got my favorite ships, but I'll ship Deku with literally anyone. I don't care. Haikyuu. Oh, my gosh. Like, everyone in Haikyuu gets shipped together. Like, love that. Yes. I mean, is it, can't, when you're on a team, everyone can be in the OTP. Yeah, exactly. And then there's, like, the other schools, like... You know, there's mm. there's a lot to there's a lot of to choose from. So you see, I'm the controversial one that likes to ship Bakugo and Uraraka, and I don't know why. I am. And, I get where it comes from, but I'm not a huge fan of that one. I so if I was going to do like a hetero ship for Bakugo, I really like him with Jiro. Honestly, I feel like that would vibe really well. I could see it. She's the uh, she's the earplug. Yeah. Girl, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they would have better vibes than most of the rest of the cast. I feel like they're more on the same wavelength, especially since they um they played in the band together, didn't they? For that one, yeah, they did. Thing. Yeah, I no, just I, I just I, like I, my I, I can fix some ship smile. That's fair. We all love those. Uraraka love cannot that. fix that ass. He is fucking broke. I mean, do you think Izuku could fix that ass either? I mean, no, he could certainly no. destroy it. Smile. No, no, Bakugo <laughs> would break Izuku's ass. <laughs> yeah although technically speaking if we're getting serious although deku probably has the personality of a bottom he <laughs> quite literally can just fucking pound anybody he wants and there's not a whole lot of leeway ain't, ain't no way he is he is nothing like i i don't see deku as a top i need the guests to weigh in on this is deku a okay. top or a bottom uh, hold on bottom. yes <laughs> what are you saying Gossamer? he's a bottom i'm sorry <laughs> okay i love there are scenarios. Him, and there's nothing wrong with being a bottom. Also, Totodeku for the win. Just that's my OT. Yes, Totodeku is my favorite. But I would say that for Todoroki, he could be a switch. But also, we need to consider some possibilities here. So, Top Deku with Black Whip. Has anyone ever thought of that? Because okay, to- I mean that's a that's a compelling argument. However, uh, counterpoint. My man would literally break down at the sight of pussy. I don't think he would be able to do it. With a man, with a man, I could see him as a top. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I Your, your argument is now a bit more sound. Fourth dimension. He would be a bottom for your Raka, 100%. Like, just the moment he sees any female, it is just, like, melting down into, like, a, a nice alloy right there. But, like, Bakugo... He can beat their ass. I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. See, I feel like, yeah, like, I feel like a lot of the dudes could be, just be switches for each other. Like, depending, like, their role changes depending on who it's with. Because, like, for Deku and Todoroki, I feel like it would, he'd be a, they'd be switches. I could see Todoroki bottoming for Bakugo. <laughs> and then, I don't know about who Bakugo bottoms for. I, I don't think We're Bakugo welcome. would let himself be bottomed. <laughs> I'm a, I, I think his ego is too high. Whenever he when he hears the word top, he's like, "I'm number one, baby. That's me. I'm the well, top." I, I actually have a bit of a, a different take on on that on Bakugo uh, regarding whether he's a top or a bottom. Uh, okay, uh, okay, yeah, the floor. totally, like, absolutely can see him as a top, of course. But um, I kind of get the like, I, I kind of get power bottom vibes from Bakugo because I can see he's that. so 
I can, I can see it. All the time, you know? And it's like, I feel like he would just want some, like, in, in like, a sexual situation where, you know, it's like, there, there's vulnerability there, you know? And he's used, to, yeah, like, he, he's, he's angry all the time, and he's got this huge ego, and it's like, I feel like he might just want somebody to, like, take care of him, you know? <laughs> like, you know what? You uh, can just let all that I go for, see. like, an hour or ten minutes or however long it lasts, so. I could see him bottoming for Shinzo. Hmm. There, there, there's a lot of possibilities here about uh, anime characters fucking each other. Yes. <laughs> Before we get too much into the anime characters fucking each other, maybe we should read about anime characters fucking each other. Yeah, in a I, I think that, uh, work of fiction. I think that's a smart idea. We do have fanfic authors here. I think it only makes sense to to bring in a fanfic. Yes. Yes. Uh, so let's see. We're gonna read when you well, picked Sergio. out. It was called... Oh yeah, Sergio. Sergio, you you haven't you haven't said anything in this long discussion. Have you been contemplating which which fan fiction we are unanimously reading? Uh, well, we got that decided, but I I've only ever seen six episodes of My Hero Academia, so I can't weigh in on the discussion. <laughs> other than from what I know, Deku is a definite bottom, and Bakugo is a top. That sums it up for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm glad that we can I all mean, at least be in agreement. Don't really change a whole lot after the first six episodes. Yeah. But I, I suppose the specifics change. I don't even think I like, saw Bakugo. So <laughs> he's in the first episode. So he, he, he literally tells Izuku to kill himself. He does. He's he's like kill yourself, bottom, and then he goes fucks off to the arcade for a couple hours. I love low tier God. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. So I know so Ga- yep. Gossamer had a fic picked out that was super short, so we could start. We could start with that yeah, one. Let's do and that then we can one first. Read, uh, okay. Yeah. So this one actually is not smut, um, but it's one that. I- That's fine. It doesn't. Um, I suppose it doesn't have to be smut. <laughs> oh, oh, can, I, can I talk about why I chose this one? Yeah. Okay, ahead. so the reason why I decided to um, read this particular one shot is because even though it's it, it's deviating from the smut conversation, um, I mm-hmm. also kind of want it. I, I feel so pretentious saying this, like I'm some kind of authority on the subject. <laughs> this is one that I'm proud of because I feel like I was able to capture like a very deep emotional intimacy between the characters. Um, and that's something that I kind of wanted to share since, I mean, it, let, let's be real, like, every one of us here probably, I'm, I'm guessing, loves just some good porn without plots sometimes, you know, of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I do also think that, you know, when we're talking about writing smut, writing, <clears throat> pardon me, um, stories that have erotic and sexual themes, I do think, especially if you're doing more of like a long form fic, I think that writing two characters being emotionally intimate is also a good skill to to work on building over time um and in some ways i think it's it's kind of difficult to write i actually it took me about a month to like really hammer this one out even though it's under a thousand words um just trying to kind of capture that spark um so that's why i decided to share it um I, i hope that's okay and i hope that doesn't sound again just totally I don't know, like, 
No, I, I think that makes a lot of good work sense. Of genius. <laughs> I mean, as much fun as uh, watching highly developed apes fuck each other, <laughs> there's a certain level of a more human element when it's two people just conversing with each other and just talking to each other. Yeah, I want... I, I don't need to have physical intimacy to have sexual intimacy. Mm-hmm. I want I want to see them mind-fucking each okay. other. Yeah, Yes. Or maybe just like mind foreplay yeah. with each other. Oh yeah, my, mind foreplay. I, I'm, I'm okay with yeah. that too. Also also known as uh, having a normal, healthy human relationship. <laughs> uh, not something I can do. It reminds me of um, I don't think any of the people here are caught up on Chainsaw Man by chance. Not the oh, no. I'm just hands, hands and knees on the ground for Kobeni. That's all I need. <laughs> There's a scene in Chainsaw Man. And I wish I'd saved this image, but there's a scene in Chainsaw Man where the main character is screaming out, I want to have sex! But the meme is that there's a thought bubble coming out to the left of him, which is him saying, I want security. I want love. I want to meet my better half. I want all the love and kindness that I can possibly receive from another person. And then it gets filtered through his brain and comes out through his mouth as, I want sex. (laughs) And I think that's... That's Damn, why don't they just tag me next time? I I want sex. I'm also a dirty demisexual, so you know... (laughs) Love nice. to see it. Shall we? Shall we dive in? What was the? What was the link? What was the fic that we're going to read here tonight? So uh, this one is called Thunder and Rain. Uh, it is for the Arcane uh, League of Legends stand-on. I actually, League of Legends. Yeah. Um. I actually. This was actually a birthday present for Snow last year because we're both Kate by shippers. Yeah. So. Interesting. Okay. Uh, have you played League of Legends by chance? You know, I actually no. knew nothing at all about... So I didn't grow up with video games. Um, and so mm-hmm. I actually... Like, I knew League of Legends existed, but I knew absolutely nothing at all about what it was about, anything like that. Good. Stay far away from the video game. Oh. Never play yeah, it. Yeah, but don't, do not touch League okay. of Legends. At least try to try to keep it as far away from you if you wish to have a normal as life who's as much as possible. Don't ever play so it. So I, I think... Oh, yeah. Watch Arcane. Have fun with Arcane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have... I cosplay by... Just now. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'll stick to the show. <laughs> yes. Anyways, so I'll narrate do oh no you're narrating that's right you wanted to narrate this that's okay that's totally fine no i just i just forgot so take it uh take it away have a video summary into your notes if you like okay so uh i suppose i can just read the thick summary before we dive in um yeah, read it from this uh, this strange fanfic author we've never heard of before. Who's uh, I, I is, think uh, this is the first time singer. we had someone on to read their own author's note. Oh, it can't be right. There must have been a couple before. No, Sean did it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Sean did it. Jonathan okay. loves to do his own stuff. He does. All right, take it away, guys. Alrighty. <clears throat> Thunder and rain. Vi lay on her side facing Caitlin. It had been a very, very long time since she had shared a bed with someone. Certainly not since she and her sister were very small. She still wasn't used to the feeling of being so physically close to another person, in a way that didn't involve kicking their ass. As much as she craved closeness, 
It also felt like something off-limits to her, even if it was Caitlin. For some reason she didn't quite understand, especially if it was Caitlin. But if Caitlin sensed Vi's apprehension, she didn't appear hurt or offended by it. She allowed Vi to keep a gap between them on the bed, giving her the space she needed as they quietly enjoyed one another's presence. Vi closed her eyes and listened to the thunder rumble outside, rain pounding hard against Caitlin's bedroom window. The sound of the storm and the soft glow and warmth of the fireplace helped her to relax. Powder used to be terrified of thunderstorms when we were little, she said. Our parents usually wouldn't get home until after we were asleep, and on nights it rained really hard, I would let her sleep in my bed, and I would just hold her while she cried. She'd always fall asleep pretty fast. Caitlin's brow furrowed. How old were you? Vi opened her eyes, thinking, Well, it happened a lot, but I think the first time I was maybe eight. And how old was Powder? We're four years apart, so... Four, I guess? She was old enough to talk in full sentences, but still drawing all over the walls. Her lips quirked into a small, threadbare smile. Then again, she never grew out of that habit. Caitlin knew what that faraway look in Vi's gray eyes meant. Jinx had, indeed, never grown out of the habit of drawing on every available surface. Only, this time, it was usually strange and disturbing sigils on surfaces she planned to blow up with her colorful but deadly homemade bombs. You were only eight, and caring for a four-year-old alone? Vi narrowed her eyes the way she always did when she was annoyed. Kids grow up fast in the lanes, she said coldly. The adults are too busy trying to survive. Caitlin tentatively reached out and moved a strand of pink hair away from Vi's brow. Who held you? Vi looked confused. What? Caitlin frowned. Who held you when you were scared? Vi looked away. Vander did. Sometimes. I mean, like a hug for reassurance, that kind of thing. I know Vander loved you very much. Caitlin said gently. But I don't think that's really the same as being held. Do you? Vi shrugged. Caitlin noticed that her grip on the pillow tightened as she curled tighter into herself. She scooted closer to Vi and wrapped her arms around her, pulling her close and tucking the crown of her head under her chin. Vi stiffened as if she wasn't quite sure what was happening. It's okay. Caitlin said gently. It took a moment, but she soon felt Vi relax within her hold. Vi let out a very long sigh and buried her face in Caitlin's chest. Thanks, Cupcake, she whispered. They lay together for a long time, Vi resting and breathing easy as Caitlin held her and ran her fingers through her hair. Thunder and I, Vi said quietly. Caitlin asked. I know I said we were oil and water before, Vi said, but I think we're more like thunder and rain. Also, I'm like thunder. Always making people jump, Vi said with a light laugh. You're like rain, you know, helping things grow and all that. 
Caitlin smiled. If I'm rain, would it be unacceptably cheesy if I said, you can be my flower if you want to? Vi chuckled. Yeah, a little. I appreciate it anyway, though. She glanced up at Caitlin. But it's okay. I'm alright with being thunder. Caitlin cupped her cheek. I'm alright with you being thunder, too. The end. That was sweet. Nice. You can have a a fade to black moment at the end. Let your phone that was I like good. that a lot. Thank you. It was very sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Sweet little moment. I like the uh, the rain analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. Never never considered that uh, analogy before, so might might have to pocket that one for for later. Stow it away. Serve as inspiration. So. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Thank you, very much. Thank you for uh, and <laughs> yeah, I think a. Uh, Normally, we do have somebody take over for one character's dialogue, but I think since that was short enough, it was probably nice enough to have you do the whole thing for it. Awesome. Yeah. And now, I believe we have uh, another thing to read. Yes. <laughs> Final call. Snow. You go for it. Let's do I'm the spider on the, a wall. I'm putting the power of control in your hand. Do we read the smut? Yeah, just read do spider on the wall. you want to watch the bomb explode? I do. Let's do it. I mean, it's more so listening to the bomb explode from outside. Yeah. Yeah, more more like putting down the bomb and then calling the bomb defusal squad to go take care of it. See, like, I can't even drink wine right now because yeah. I'm getting over the flu or something, so that's unfortunate, but it's fine. Due to technical difficulties, we're going to have to take an ad break here. See you at the jump. All right, we're back from the funny little ad break. We're going to have it doled up. Uh, I'll narrate Spider on the Wall and be Zim. Sergio will be Gaz. Michael will be... Uh, Extraneous Michael female character. And then Gossamer can be Sarah. Unless you, uh, unless uh, Gossamer wants um, to play Dib. I, I don't know who Give any preference. of these characters are because, like I said, I've never seen Invader Sim, so just assign me. Surprise me. I'll, I'll roll. Well, I'll be uh, if you okay, want to sure. be, be Sarah. <laughs> yep. Just be, so just be reading along, and then uh, we'll let you okay. read Sarah's dialogue whenever it comes up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so great. All right. This is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Spider on the Wall by uh, this strange author I've never heard of named Seven Snowflakes. Gaz has been seeing Zim for a few months now and loves to make sure that everyone knows it. After a particularly rough night, Zim invites her over for round two and a special surprise. Uh, Snow, do you want to read the notes? Sure. So I've spent quarantine rewatching Invader Zim and writing Smut. I used to be a huge ZADR shipper, but lately I've really hopped onto the ZAGR train, and I just love it. So enjoy. I wrote this back in 2020, so. Oh, we okay. shall enjoy it. Also, it, you saying that just fucked my brain. 2020 was three years ago. Oh, yes. Jesus. I'm old. <laughs> How do you think I feel? <laughs> no. Yeah. Gaz arrived at school covered in cuts and bruises 
Her arms, wrists, legs, and thighs. There was even a light bruise around her neck. She gave off a confident smirk as she walked down the hall, despite the stares she received from her classmates. She was proud of those marks. She wore her black dress with no tights underneath, specifically to show them off. As Gaz tinkered with her locker, Sarah approached her. Gaz, what happened to you? You mean these? Just a kinky night with my boy toys. <laughs> I don't remember what Gaz was like, but that's what I'm going with. Arrives <laughs> from Monsters Inc. No, that's that's perfect, Sergio. There's, honestly, that's, that's what she sounds like. That's why it's funny. <clears throat> she smiled to herself as she examined her eye makeup in the mirror. Her eyeliner was on point, and he'd made sure to avoid doing any damage to her face. The other girl immediately changed her tone. Gross. Cover that shit up. Nobody wants to see that. I thought you'd been, like, attacked or something. Gaz simply shrugged, not bothering to look at Sarah as she dug around for her calculus book. <clears throat> Don't be jealous. Whatever. <laughs> Sarah rolled her eyes, slamming her own locker shut as she took off for class. As Gaz closed her locker, she felt her phone vibrate in her dress pocket. On the home screen was a text from him. <laughs> Are you up for round two? Tonight. <laughs> Gaz's smile grew wider as she typed her response. I'd like that. Another text came through swiftly. Mm, great. My place this time. <laughs> At lunch, she was almost seated before Dib pulled her aside, nearly causing her to spill all her food. What? She growled. Gaz, is somebody hurting you? Yeah, but I told him to, so it's fine. Dib's eyes grew wide. Zim did this to you? Yeah, he's gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's gonna do it again tonight. I'm going over to his place, so you better tell Dad I'm at a friend's or something, or we'll shrink you to the size of a bug and squash you. I just, uh, you don't care that everybody's talking? Let them talk. I've never been happier. <laughs> Her expression was deceptively neutral, but Dib could tell that she was telling the truth. Okay, I guess it's just weird to me, too. It's kind of disturbing seeing you like this and knowing that he's responsible. And that you actually like it? And stop thinking about it and fuck off. It's super weird to be super concerned <laughs> with your little sister's sex life. Get a hobby. Like Warhammer 40,000 or something. <laughs> <laughs> she shoved Dib away and left to find Zim. Zim was sitting by himself, playing on the game slave she'd let him borrow, snacking on some chips he probably brought from home. Gas slid into the seat beside him. Hey. Zim gave her a quick peck on the cheek, which I'm imagining in my head is like a one-frame transition from looking at the game slave <laughs> just, to pecking her just, and going back it's, to it. It's like a smiling friend's transition, just like a super frame kiss, just <laughs> gone. He decided to pause and save his game. Hey, once she had his full, undivided attention, he was finally able to take in all of the reminders of last night as they littered her body. <clears> hmm. <throat> I really did all that? Yeah, and it was awesome. I can't wait for you to do it again tonight. 
She brought her lips to his and ran a hand through his wig as she placed her other hand on his shoulder. She didn't want to get too hot and heavy in the cafeteria, but also didn't see the harm in giving him a preview of the night to come. He kissed her back passionately, and before he could get too into it, she cut him off. So what level are you on? She asked, glancing down at the game slave. Mmm, 38. I didn't sleep after I went home last night. Nice. So do I have to go home tonight? What, are my robot parents going to kick you out or something? Gaz was impressed. He'd really gotten down the whole sarcasm thing. Guess not. Hmm. Tomorrow's Saturday, so stay as long as you want! <laughs> Dib's gonna cover for us. He probably thinks this whole thing is disgusting, doesn't he? Zim smirked, sliding one of his gloved hands into hers. Yeah, he's not a fan. I told him to butt out of my sex life and get a hobby, though. He's really gonna enjoy painting those overpriced models. <laughs> Zim squeezed so him. Mm, all the reasons I like you, little Gaz! Gaz blushed. He never stopped calling her that, even though she was nearly an adult now. To be fair, she hadn't grown much in height since her younger days. She's only about two inches taller than Zim, something that she didn't really mind at all. This whole thing started just a few months ago. It was like a switch had flipped in Gaz. One day, Zim was the stupid, weird, alien freak that her brother wanted to rip apart in an autopsy table. And the next... All Gaz could think about was having Zim rip her apart in a soft bed. At first, there was plenty that she'd had to teach him, but now he was a pro. <laughs> she also liked that at some point before all this, he started taking an interest in some of her hobbies. Video games, makeup, music. Sometimes he'd randomly come over and wander up to her room asking for a song recommendation or how to apply eyeliner. At first she thought it was odd, but she always answered his questions, which kept him coming back. Eventually... She realized that he wasn't bad company to keep. And now here they were. She smiled, taking a sip of her soda as she rested her head on his shoulder. So did you ever get that bed? Zim fidgeted. Mm, well, it's still a work in progress. Gaz pulled away so she could face him. Zim, I told you weeks ago that I'm tired of both of us having to cram onto your couch. I need a bed if you want to keep me to keep coming over. Mm, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Here, he pulled out one of his Urkin gadgets and began swiping and clicking on its screen. Finally, he showed it to her. The text was all in Urkin, but she could see a picture of what looked like a mm, rather comfortable bed. There, it should be here in a few days. Gaz relaxed a bit. Thanks, but what are we supposed to do about tonight, then? Zim scratched his chin in deep thought while Gaz waited patiently for his response. Finally, his contact-covered eyes lit up as he snapped his fingers. I just got an idea! Trust Zim on this. Okay. He looks so cute. How could she say no? Fine. It better be good, though. <clears throat> so, what do you, what do you, how do you feel so far, Snow? Are you horrified yet? No, I'm actually, like, pretty okay with it so far, but we haven't gotten okay. up to smut yet, so... Okay, we'll have um, to fix that, then. We'll fix it. Dib's here. voice, that was, like, such a good Dib impression. Oh, my God, was. like... That Thank you. That was a good uh, impression. I think I watched, like, one season of Zim before I was like, yeah, this is gonna be vanishing off of Netflix sometime, huh? Yeah, it, my it's like my yeah. comfort show. It's on Paramount+. Plus. I was actually just watching it again the other night. It, I've seen that show so many times. I've only watched it like a handful, and I'm just like, yeah, Gur, that's my homie right there. <laughs> I, I, all I'm imagining, like, all I'm imagining right now, like in between, like 
night like round one and round two is just like zim texting gur just going i have studied the human ways of intercourse and now i have studied every known fetish how would you feel about being pooped on (laughs) (laughs) i think my my favorite bit of trivia about invader zim is uh there's a scene i think it's um about making biscuits that gur says you're gonna make biscuits like 18 times yeah, and, and he's like, no, sir, tr- I never want to hear biscuits again or something. The trivia about that scene is that the voice actor for Gurr had to do that take like 12 times because the audio engineers couldn't stop laughing at him saying it. And they loved it so much. They just put every single take he did into the show. They just did all of them. That's amazing. I love that. That's so funny. That all right. <clears throat> Gaz arrived at Zim's with her overnight bag. The gnomes didn't mess with her as she made her way to the front door and rang the bell. Zim answered the door, stepping aside so that she could come in. Right on time! You know it. She... (laughs) The gremlin voice for Gaz is so funny. She winked, pulling him into a deep kiss. Zim staggered back until he landed on the couch, Gaz still on top of him. His disguise was already off, so Gaz immediately reached for his antennae, softly caressing them as their kiss became rougher and rougher. She bit Zim's lip as he shoved his tongue to the back of her throat. She liked the way it seemed to slither around in her mouth, and she wondered if this was what trying to swallow a snake would feel like. Gaz used her weight to push Zim down into the couch, never once breaking the kiss. Even with his gloves on, she could feel his claws digging into her shoulders the rougher she got. She grabbed his wrists and forced them into the cushion, restraining them with her hands as she straddled him. Enjoy this now, little Gaz, because it will be the only time that you'll be in control! Zim groaned as she nipped at his neck. She didn't stop until she could see a mark. Oh... Well, why wait? Okay. Show me what you've been planning. <laughs> Zim hopped up from under Gaz with ease and led her down to his base. Mm, close your eyes, he instructed. When they reached the lower level, Zim took Gaz by the hand to guide her. Once they were in the right place, he positioned her body and tilted her chin up. Okay, open them. Gaz was amazed to find what looked like a spiderweb on one of the walls of Zim's base. It was huge and looked like it was made of cables and metal metal ropes. Whoa, for me? Mm, yes! Zim was already scooping her up in his arms as his robotic pack legs helped him climb into the web. Zim had prepared a spot with arm and leg restraints for his girlfriend, and he wasted no time securing them around her. Mm, I hope you're not too attached to that dress because I'll be ripping it and your underwear off your body. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, I'll allow it if you buy me a new one. Her response was playful, but it was definitely the impression that Zim desired. Using his pack legs to steady himself, he removed both of his gloves and let them fall to the ground below. His claws might be sharp enough to cut through her dress, but for safe measures, he called for a knife extension from his pack. Gaz's eyes lit up when she saw the utensil coming for her. It started just above her bosom, earning a single drop of blood before gently slicing through the thin fabric. The knife trailed across her stomach, and she wiggled in her web. The room felt cold now, and she was full of anticipation. She watched as her dress fell on top of Zim's gloves. Now you have to take something off. (laughs) (laughs) 
she urged him. Zim threw his boots on the ground, then peeled off his tunic and deposited with the rest of their garments. Mmm, happy. I'm glad to see that the socks stay on during sex. Now get back over here. I can't pull you toward me in this position, and I want to kiss you. You think, uh, does Zim have, like, slimy alien abs? I don't think they're slimy. Why would they be slimy? I want Zim's texture to be, like, akin Actually, to that no. of a frog. He has to be as dry as possible, because I don't think he can sweat. He's a, He hates water, yeah. right? Yeah, it's water. He okay, well, he's okay. allergic to like water on Earth. Like, okay, excuse me, pardon me. I'm I'm bad at the the invader Zimlar right now. <clears throat> All right, so Zim's uh Zim stood there with his dry ass abs and his for <laughs> Zim's force as he came at her caused the entire web to jiggle. He crushed his lips against hers and rested his antennae on top of her head. He cupped her face in his clawed hands, and soon they made their way down to her breasts. As he bit her lip, Gaz moaned as he squeezed them. Digging his claws in, he used the knife again to slice the lacy black undergarment down the middle. Then, to cut each strap, it fluttered to the floor like a butterfly as everything else did. Hmm, I had another idea. Mm, check this out. He pulled something from his pants pocket. Gaz squinted at it and soon realized what they were. Oh my god, Zim. Nipple clamps? You know me so well. It's like you're in my head. <laughs> Zim grinned, showing off his sharp, white, zipper-like teeth. Mm, let's try them on! He took both clamps and closed them on her nipples. They were connected by a chain that he could pull and play with. As he pleased. Yank on them! She commanded, and Zim gave the clamps a good tug and watched as her nipples stretched with them. Gaz moaned loudly. Ah! I guess. Oh. <laughs> Zim oh. continued okay. to pull on the oh. chain with one hand and stuck the other hand down her panties that marched her bra. He leaned in for another kiss, this time one that was more gentle. His fingers found his way inside her, and he soon had his pack cut away the last of her clothing, leaving Gaz fully exposed to him. That's not fair. She <laughs> moaned between kisses. You still have pants on. Zim didn't respond and instead laughed into the kiss. Mm, in due time, little Gaz, have patience. You know that I don't. She, <laughs> his fingers felt good in her. He always started straight away with two, and because of his claws, he always knew how to maintain the perfect balance between careful and rough. That would suck in real life, though, wouldn't it? That would just suck. I mean, I think having sex with Zim and the way that he speaks in his cadence would not be <laughs> very appealing. <laughs> Dude, I'm really not gonna lie. I had the biggest crush on Zim like forever. So I think he's a goofy day person. But if I'm gonna be in bed with him, and the first thing I hear is I'm going to penetrate you, I think I'm actually going to lose it. I think she would. uh, I'm thinking she would swoon for that, Michael. I think we're just on a different level right now. Yeah, I I think maybe you know, perhaps just you know. Throwing it out there that maybe my tastes is not in particular uh, you know, akin I to think that. Zim of... Is actually a stud. I think he would get all the Urkin pussy if they had pussy. He's got a lot of confidence. Okay, like <laughs> some might say too much. <laughs> yes. 
Imagine, God, I'm just imagining like an adult version of Invader Zim with him do, going to like a strip club or something. The insane. Oh my God, please! What the fuck is happening, dude? I Why could write, are you all write that right now. Throw <laughs> that oh, ass <laughs> back! <laughs> I want to see it froggy style. Gaz is a. It's a. It's an Invader Zim AU. Gaz is a stripper, and Zim finds her there, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Right. Okay, like that might actually end up in a fake, so thank you. I want you to be the slave for the game slave. No, I think you are now contractually required to, to write this. Okay. The social Damn. contract of what have we done? It's now the it is a verdict You gotta you gotta send us that if you if you do it. Yes, yeah, uh, we need to we I need to, to follow up with this. Uh, I demand royalties. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> Back to it. He twisted his fingers around instead of curling them so that he didn't accidentally make her bleed. As much as Gaz liked pain, he knew the human female reproductive organs were fragile. You couldn't have just said uh, the human pussy. You couldn't no. have done that. Ain't, uh, ain't no arrest for the wicked. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Hashtag make Zim say pussy. Zim, take your <laughs> take your pants off now. She cried. Why? She's becoming Palpatine. So she like do the roar. Vader, give me pussy, Vader. She cried out, wriggling against her restraints at every twist and touch. Zim finally withdrew his fingers, which were now slippery and wet. He examined the digits up close before smirking at Gaz. I think you're ready now. He yanked his pants off and threw them down. Also, shouldn't his hand be like having an allergic reaction? Invader Zim lore has been broken. Uh, no, no, no buddy. No. It's not water. It's it's pussy juice, okay? He it's bathes, different. Yeah, there's water in he bathes it. in paste every single day, ever since the rain episode. Okay. But since the episode right. of the wetting, he bathed in paste, and that's what he learned to do. And so he goes, and it's like like glue. Like he literally just takes a glue bath like every day. Oh God, I'm so behind on the Invader Zimlor. I'm so embarrassed. It's okay. You should be. <laughs> About time. Gaz watched with glee as his member unsheathed itself, soon reaching full length. What is full length? Can we get a metric on that? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, I would like to. Uh, I'd like to understand what this. Uh, what this full length is that worth is. exactly two half lengths? I was gonna uh, say like five, six inches. I don't know, modest, something okay, modest. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, solid, right. solid, solid size then. <clears throat> Good to know Zim's. You know, working it. Yeah. Zim loomed over her with the help of his pack legs, arms draped around her neck. Mm, you are the most beautiful human I've ever laid eyes on. He whispered. You're the sexiest alien I've ever met. <laughs> she tilted her head up to kiss him again. Zim took that moment to thrust himself into her. She yelped a bit, but he silenced her with another kiss. Soon he found a rhythm, and he challenged himself to go faster and deeper. The entire web shook as Gaz whimpered. Harder. Yeah. Oh my god. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Zim repositioned his hands so they were on her hips. He gripped them tightly as he continued to thrust. For a small being, he had incredible strength. There were definitely going to be bruises there tomorrow. As the web continued to shake, Gaz could feel her restraints cutting into her skin, and she didn't care. They were just more badges to show off on Monday. She was always amazed by how far inside her he could get. She felt like he was always all the way in her stomach, even though she knew that wasn't scientifically possible. And he never stopped. He just kept going and going and going and going. Soon he had her screaming from the combination of pleasure and pain. She could be as loud as she wanted in Zim's lair, not having to worry about her dad or Dib walking in. It always took Zim a good while to coom, but Gaz enjoyed every minute of it. She did her best to be attentive to his every move, despite her own limited movement. Finally, he pulled out of her and let his seed completely spray her. She laughed as Zim's body went limp under the pack legs. I want you to know, I just imagined her her dad going, Daughter, I see you're taking it from the back! (laughs) 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 Oh... All I'm imagining right now is the door fucking opening and oh Dib God. just going, Zim, what the fuck are you doing here? And Zim just looking at him, like, straight eye-to-eye contact and just going, I am fucking your sister! And just fucking, like, and still going and just, like, it, it's not breaking eye contact with Dib the entire time. Like, you yeah, know what you stepped yeah. into. Yeah, it's like, are you gonna leave? No. <laughs> You're gonna leave now? No! All right. Can you leave now, please? (laughs) How do you feel? Great. That was amazing. You're amazing. He gave her a tired smile. Good. I had fun, but you know... Mm, You didn't finish, did you? Zem asked knowingly. Nope. Mm, well then lucky for you that I upgraded my pack the knife had long since disappeared and out came two new extensions with silver devices on the end of them they were vibrating and the zim fuckomatic 5000s were revealed that was my part I added that in <clears throat> I want royalties for that one too zim fuckomatic 5000s are my invention yes yes yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. You're, mm-hmm. you're just full of surprises tonight why did you become such a romantic Zim shrugged. Mm, I just wanted to be happy as all. With that, the two extensions went straight for Gaz. One shoved the vibrator all the way inside her, while the other pressed its vibrator hard against the outside of her. Gaz shook with pleasure and lost it when Zim began to pull on the chain to the clamps again. Yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Zim kept going a few moments longer and then stopped so that he and his girlfriend could relax. Mmm, how was that? Perfect. Everything tonight has been perfect. Thank you, Zim. Mmm, my pleasure. He winked, nestling into the web beside Gaz. So, do you want to sleep up here or do you want to move to the couch? I'll stay up here. Just leave me tied up like this until morning. I really like it. I'm glad. Zim smiled, kissing her forehead. I hope I gave you enough bruises tonight. I think we're good. I just hope they'll last. I like showing off. Zim rested his head against her chest. Mm, I can always just give you more before the weekend is over. I like that idea, too. Gaz smiled, letting her eyes close as she drifted off to sleep. All right. So we've definitely ruined this forever for you, Snow, right? 
This fanfic yeah. will never be the same in your eyes. It's great. <laughs> I love it. So. No, no. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> and I say this it's... as someone with no knowledge of Invader Zim, but kudos to you both. Thank you. I I like to think of the quote from the first episode of Invader Zim where he's like, I put the fires out and they're like, you made them worse. And Zim's just like, worse or better? Zim Zim does have that uh that devilish rogue charm. It's just that he's such an absolute idiot. Yeah. Oh Uh, my god. Well that was wonderful. I I think this was genuinely very well written smut. Uh, Thank you. I had a lot of fun reading it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. I had fun listening to it. I think it's a nice evolution of the characters. They don't feel totally different from their canon counterparts, but they also feel far too logical and human to be from the show, necessarily. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure how anybody is smart enough to have sex in the Invader Zim universe, so maybe that's just where I'm at. Daz is the smartest one. She's smart. She, She is the smartest. She would be able to find a pussy if she was asked to find it. Yeah. She would know where the clitoris is. She would. (laughs) <laughs> she, she where it is. yeah man i'm still looking for it every day <laughs> you'll find it someday son i'm sure you will thanks i appreciate it oh we i'm, I'm glad that we uh that was the first zim smut i think we've ever read on the podcast i feel so special and i have an urge now to uh to add that in as my uh white elephant option for this year <laughs> this was this was so fun to read. I would almost be tempted to say that we should try to read it at a panel, but it's not ours, so we can't do that. You guys See, are welcome. Is... To. As long as you credit me for it, I'm happy with that. Okay, that's something we'll think yeah, about. I might. It's uh, we've been doing more originals um, and less from like the interwebs, just as like a precaution. Mm-hmm. So, yes. uh, you know, if if we do, we'll. We'll let you know, but we might end up just doing our own Zim fan fiction and including little Zim nods goes to, to the, the other strip one. club. <laughs> Zim goes oh, to the yeah. strip club. May I actually use that? Because I would totally you write that out. For sure. For yeah. sure. Feel Please. free. Take it away. Grr, tell me about strippers. <laughs> I've heard of bacon strips, but what is... What is a stripper? Dib, why are they taking their clothes off? What is that episode where he was like at a rave? Like, Gur would be, end up at a strip club, 100%. Gur would be <laughs> the love of every. The, he'd be like, oh my God, look, he's so cute. And he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm losing my virginity. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Gur. And then he'd go take a sip of vodka. God, that would be fun. Ah. I love that idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, we hope, uh, I, th- I think we can all say that we hope that the audience finds the clitoris of the retweet button for this episode. And also, <laughs> the uh, the links. To, do you guys want your, uh, your accounts linked on AO3? I assume you do. The what? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You can link mine. Let, yeah. let, us, let our audience know where they can find you on your, on your links. <clears throat> um, so, wait, what do you mean, like... Just like where we are on different yeah, yeah, show yourself. You know, that kind of stuff. Plug yourself. Okay. If you want. Um, 
So I, on AO3, I'm seven snowflakes and I don't really use Twitter very much. So that's kind of eh. Um, on Instagram and TikTok, I'm a snowflakebaby.cost. Because those are my cosplay accounts. Ah, awesome. Okay. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm Gossamer Twine on AO3, and um, I am also Gossamer Twine on Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, I refuse to call it X. Too bad, so cool. <laughs> not, not Look, if Elon, if Elon wants to dead name you know, his kid, I think we are allowed to dead name his site. And it's not his oh, site. He just took it over and fucked it in the ass. So, but it's not him. Yes, just like Zim yes, does exactly. to Gaz on a regular I, basis. I don't, like, <laughs> I'm tempted to throw in a line from the, the big Lebowski <laughs> that I feel encapsulates this moment, but I don't know if that'll get y'all a copyright strike, so I won't do it. But... Uh, we, uh, yeah, you can quote whatever you want. Yeah, well, copyright well, strike is only if we say, uh, play this it. This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass! <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's Dib's line when he comes over with a. Fucking... <laughs> yes, Zim, you gotta stop coming over to. <laughs> Zim, you just gave my sister a fucking prolapse. I Zim just turns to him like straight face and just goes, "I am glad that she is a pro at lapsing." Yeah. No, no guys would turn her head and say "good" and then go back to what she's doing. <laughs> oh God. Oh, okay. Well, we hope that you guys enjoyed. I thank you guys for coming on. Uh, by the so way, thank you for sharing you. your stuff. Uh, Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. Yeah, it was. This was very, very, very fun. Okay. You are wonderful people to talk to. Some, some of my new favorite. Well, guests. personally, um, thank you. Yeah, I'd love to chat more sometime if y'all were into it. So, yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, if you ever want to come back on again, you're in our Discord server. If you want to pitch an awesome. episode, you got something to share. We're cool. more than happy to have you back on. Start the sequel of Zim Goes to the Strip Club, baby. Yes, I'll Hell let you yeah. know when that's done. I'm working on a high Q fic right now, but when I'm done with it, that's probably my next project. Zim Goes to a Strip Club in the high Q oh universe. There you go. Oh, wow. Kind of a crossover nobody expected. <laughs> the crisis on infinite strip clubs. Wait, wait. Wait, Sergio. Sergio, we need to add the Urkin onto the bad panel ideas panel panel. Monster fucker, come edition. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. My favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, is yeah. A, uh, it is certainly a hobby. Although, I feel like Gossamer and Snow might actually argue that it would actually be pretty decent to fucking Urkin based on, you know, uh, their Again, I cannot, I cannot comment on okay. uh, Monster. Oh, yeah, Gossamer hasn't seen it. Well, Snow would. Snow, <laughs> Snow sounds like she'll throw hands. Yeah. Dude, like, I need to write a reader insert with both the tallests. Like, that's on the list, too, at some point. Who do you think is better between the tallest, red or purple? Oh, geez. Um, red, he's, like, more serious. <laughs> do, you think, uh, do you think red is a top and purple's a bottom, or do you think they're both bottoms? No, I think that red is the top, for sure. I'd like okay. to imagine that the tallest just kind of get bored halfway through, and they're like, alright, you can do it yourself. <laughs> And then they're just watching while they eat donuts, like... Yeah, the entire time. 
Oh, okay, well, uh. again, thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. And uh, Sergio, uh, have we decided if we love the audience today or not? You know, I'll break the trend. I don't love the audience today. Ah, okay. Oh, Damn. All right. Fuck the audience. Then I, I would. All right. Thank you for <laughs> listening, and we will see you all again next time. Goodbye.